no, no, intro no. guy. I'm doing the oh. intro, but you always cut the intro, so I'm just gonna run it back. Episode seventy-four. All right. Yeah. It's James yeah. Hurst. Welcome to episode seventy-four of the Unheard Podcast, the best podcast on the motherfucking planet. Oh, rich tell that bitch I love her. I'm just trying to cut her. into it sizzle three track ep yo okay we get it we'll take it what'd you think thank you great (laughs) chance intro with things that he has no clue existed five minutes ago is hilarious (laughs) first thing sizzle i didn't know it existed but like real name solana signed to tde (laughs) three track ep that's all i got for you guys what do you guys think all right taj give me your review first you guys know I'm a SZA fanboy. So when I first heard this, I was like, when I first heard I Hate You, I just imagined like a room of writers, like Adderall scattered across the desk, pen in hand, pissed off, because SZA just gave away this song. Like, <laughs> this is equivalent to Good Days. I think I Hate You was like right there with Good Day, and Good Day was like a top 10 billboard hit, and SZA just gave away I Hate You. So that, to me, it was just like, SZA's really different. And then just the overall, the whole thing has just made me like think that SZA's album, she can drop it whenever she wants. Like the album is there. Like if she wants to, she could drop it. My thing is that I don't think SZA's ready to go back to that level of superstardom she was at in 2017. And that's why she's just not dropping it. Because there's no way SZA hasn't given us at least 12 good tracks in the four years she's been gone. Why you don't think she's ready? There's nothing holding SZA back. I think she just got so big in 2017, and I remember like everybody propping her up and then just shitting on her like repeatedly, that maybe she's just not ready to go back to that yet. The game's also very different, so I can understand why you wouldn't want to blow up right now when like things are kind of it's like a transitional period. You feel me? <clears throat> so I can kind of see that, but yeah, she seems confident with the music. Um, it looks like a race between her and Summer Walker for just like R&B. Uh, like women's our R&B project of the year, um, but Scissor's definitely got a comfortable lead. The Ty Dollar single, produced by the Neptunes, that's a huge boost. That's like a plus twenty five speed boost. Then the three song EP on SoundCloud is like at least another plus ten speed boost. Like she's she's got a head start. But we said this like we're all Scissor fans on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, is it Scissor season officially? I, I feel I like it was, but she dropped Chance this. also hasn't didn't even hear about this before the podcast. So all right, all right, all right. This is it's not. A, it's let not, me explain it's not, myself. Yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's our he's our self proclaimed R and B guy. Let me defend. He didn't even hear about it. Let me defend myself. So I did hear about it. Um, but <laughs> that's the defense. <laughs> I did hear about it, but I forgot about it. Like I saw something, but. I just wrote it off because why well, drop it on SoundCloud? That's what threw me off. It's like you being mad at a, the distribution method of distribution. The distribution is method affect, affected, <laughs> you know how how I think it was received. I ain't seen nobody on my TL talking about this, which made me question: Am I following the right people? I don't think so, because I feel I like it was so. on my timeline. I about it. I think I gotta update is he my following followers. Us, Tosh? I mean, I tweeted about. I, I did not. And I tweeted about. I hate I it. I see y'all talking about this, bro. That's a classic case when the homie be like, "Yo, nobody believed in me." Be like, "Nigga, I'm right here. I was, <laughs> I was right next to you when you were going through all this shit." Like, come on, bro. You I'm can't trying to cap. see how I. I figured y'all would t- tweet something about it, but I don't remember y'all saying nothing. What you said? Just I, read me your. I tweeted your twice. Most I tweeted from both accounts. Actually, first I said something about this is EP being great. And then secondly, I tweeted that um, I was actually upset that more people hadn't heard, more people weren't reacting to this as an EP. I tweeted, quote, actually my Twitter autocorrected SZA to season, but <laughs> SZA just throwing away I Hate You on SoundCloud is wild. Somebody's career could be made off that song. That was my SZA tweet. That's funny. Now, Taj has been like 10 for 10 on Twitter this last week. I did I did not see none of y'all. <laughs> I swear to God, I probably saw these tweets, but like glanced over it. My timeline was just 
All I can remember, I can't remember nothing outside of Jameis Winston connecting with Marquez Callaway. Jameis Winston. That's, that's the one thing you remember? That's all I can remember from my timeline. That's That, that was the most striking. Yeah. I mean, it was a great catch. Two great connections. It looked like uh, Joe Montana and Jerry, Jerry Rice, but... Thank you. Thank you. Somebody. I'll give, give my, my props. man his props. Um, chances, chances, uh, lack of seeing this project. It, it just makes me question, like, am I too much of a, am I blinded by my SZA fandom? Do I think SZA is bigger than she actually is? Or am I, like, misremembering 2017? How big was SZA in 2017 for y'all? Because I remember, like, SZA just going crazy. Yes, but it was year. also the classic case of, like, you're only as big as they want you to get. And then they're going to, like, tear you down, like, when they started. Oh, she sings in cursive. You know, it's like the first step. It starts with, like, the meme. Like, oh, she sings in cursive. And then it was niggas really shitting on how she sounded live and all this shit. And it's just like, damn. Like, yeah, when stuff like that happens and that type of cycle, it's like, how big are you? Like, it was the distribution method, bro. Like, she just... No, we're talking about... We're talking about... We've moved on, Chance. It's okay. (laughs) We're not talking about... No, I'm telling you why... I'm telling you why I don't think... I don't even know if it's not that she not big, more so than... But Good Days, like, people sought out Good Days on SoundCloud when she dropped it on SoundCloud. That's... I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a SZA fanboy. I like all, I love all her music, but I'm not a... I'm just not, so... I'm not a fanboy either. How big is SZA in your eyes? Is just app. a casual fan? How would you like me to explain that? Like, compare her to an artist of similar size? Yeah, just Audience. who who do you see her as far as popularity? Who's in her tier? Um, she's probably like I would say Summer Walker ish. I think she's bigger than that, a little bigger. She's bigger than that now after Good Days, but I say like her same audience, like the people when I think of the, the SZA stands or her primary fan group, like it ain't all encompassing. Like white girls. At least I haven't seen no white girls standing like SZA. So not to reduce her or say she, nobody like SZA outside the black community, but like when I think of our artists, the artists, like, like we know, we champion, like before they go pop, she's like at the, she's probably as big as you could get in that tier. Like everybody in the black point. community know about her. I think that's a good, that's a good tier to be in. Like, so she, yeah, she's definitely popular. the white people take over. Okay, but she's not like that. Ariana Grande or like I think she's as capable as Ariana Grande. It's still really who? only one project. I think that's the unfortunate. Part. That's true too. That, that was my next question. Do you guys see her going to that like Doja Cat Ariana Hell level no. tier she, next album? She's remained relevant off one project Maybe. four or five years later. Only because the space is so that. open right now, in my opinion. I feel like there's room for her right now. Um and I think she had, yeah, there's just a lot of room for SZA, like a Facts. super powerful vocalist that also can give you a couple of little different flows, because I feel like there's a lot of whisper R&B going on right now. It's been going on for the last couple of years, and that's why that Snow, last Snow Allegra album didn't hit, because nobody wants to hear that shit anymore. But hear me out, hear me out. Chance though. was playing it like two days Wait, ago. What I was Chance playing. loves whisper R&B. That Snow album. Which isn't did, an indictment I, against I, I Chance. I did run it back. I didn't love it. I skipped the songs I really was, didn't he like. He was cleaning the apartment to snow. <laughs> like was I was not some eighties R and B. I was not cleaning. <laughs> I was chopping vegetables. Peaceful. I was chopping uh, my ingredients. But um, I was about to say TDE takeover. I was like, I want to raise a question and an observation I had. Like this is, like this is all very methodical this is part of a, a larger tde rollout you got first you got the rumblings of isaiah and you got lucy isaiah singles then you got the, the isaiah project <laughs> that's what i'm saying then you got the isaiah project so he he the opener then we was getting rumblings like i guess we all just figured that kendrick would drop something but now we getting like confirmations baby king he comes in the picture apparently they dropping well, wait wait, 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 wait now wait now wait now Hold on now. Was that also a topic we had, or should we just get into it now? I mean, I mean, we already on a topic, so I'm saying now we getting scissor. Let's clarify. We getting sprinkles of scissor. She dropping gems, and she know they gems. Let's not pretend like these artists be ignorant. They know Vance. You know when you got one, right? No, I know. I've heard the scissor. I've heard. Well, I've heard a, a copy of the scissor. It's probably not the same scissor, but 
That's what I'm saying. They got so, one. I don't know. I'm ready for the TDE takeover. I'm looking forward to it. I think this is the perfect time. Maybe what? give it another two months, October. Um, October, November, they should dominate. But we're going to get into it later. It's just I mean, a lot going just on right now. now. So it's an exciting you're giving, time. You're giving a exactly. bit of misinformation. You can't. You're giving... <laughs> This man talked about it for two minutes and said we'll get into it later. Like, no, we'll just talk about it now. Um, <laughs> no, no, I was about to talk about the Cold War, but no, I'm that's saying all not, these things together, it's, it's, it's a lot going chance. on. What chance you're giving misinformation? <laughs> said, I'm going to just throw out all the topics on the podcast, not dive into any of them. More <laughs> to said, come. this happened, yo, okay, we'll get into all of it later. We're going to unpack it all, but let's just go one by one, piece by piece. So, look, listen. Chance, we want to clear something up. Kendrick is, he is, is he TDE or Taj, would you consider him still TDE, or is it like when the player is kind of he has um what's it called when the players talk to each other and they're not supposed to be talking? Do they call it collusion? Tampering. tampering. Yeah, when the tampering is happening, do you think it's like the tampering? This like, like this is like LeBron's last year in Cleveland. Like you knew he was like, gone. Everybody knows he's okay, about to leave. Okay, okay. He still got that last one. This is Kendrick. So I just wanted to clear that up because Kendrick is kind of on the fence, and then Baby Keem isn't TDE. He's PG Lang now. So I think the TDE takeover point is interesting because I didn't really look at it like that. A lot of people have been focusing on the downside, like the fact that, oh, they lost Kendrick, they lost Keem. It's really funny. Just Everybody's talking about it like it's an NBA team, but they really do. Like, they just dropped the Isaiah Rashad project. Like, they have a sizzle project on the way. Um, like, it's not like they're done. I saw one post, I think XXL posted it. They were like, TDE's run in, 20, in the 2010s was legendary. And everybody was like, bro, they're not, like, it's not over. <laughs> they posted about it like it was, like, memorializing them, but I don't know. I mean, it does feel like it's on its last legs, though. Like, who's, you think the, so? young, who's the young nigga in TDE I think right they now? just folded with it's Keem. It's the last dance. That's what I'm saying. I think they just folded with Keem, but I think they'll find something. Like, like what I just said, like, SZA's still only coming off of her first, like, real album album, so. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, you can't depend on SZA as like to carry the team like that. What if they change their? What if they only change, drops every four years. What if they change their direction? Also, look at TDE. Like, look at their demographic. Like, they fan base. Like, a large portion yeah, is only TDE because of Kendrick. So Kendrick <laughs> leave. Like, it's like the Bucks. Like, soon as Tom Brady leave, like it's it's clip for them. Like, you are gonna have a few bandwagons that stay on, especially if they can stay relevant. But when he gone, like all the Brady fans leaving. It's really it might be like the Buccaneers. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. I'm just excited for PG Lang because who's their roster right now? It's like Georgia, Smith, Baby Keem, and Kendrick. Is that it? Yeah, that I know of. Are you so guys picking sides? You think, you think it's beef with TDE? I mean, I no, no, no. I don't why, think it's why beef. Leaving? No beef. Just own thing. I think they're just splitting it yeah. off. I mean, Taj, do you have the thing from Kendrick? Do you want to read his statement? Kendrick said, quote, I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final TD album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood made the most high continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators as I continue to pursue my life's calling. That's my question mm. about it. Like, I'd be wondering, like, I guess TDE might have been a thing before Kendrick, but, like, he has to have some type of stake equity. Like, it can't be fuck TDE, you know? It's like, he has to own. I mean, I don't know how it goes, but, you know? Yeah, would, this ain't no young money shit. Like, this yeah, is no... I, would think, I would think that he owns a bit of it, you know? <laughs> Like this it's like, all, I'm going. It's all going to Bad Boy Records, doing his own thing. But yeah, I'm happy. But, I feel like it's good. It's good things happening in hip hop. Like I just like that whole, like the fact that we're even arguing who's about to go crazy or like who's about to like that's good. It's not bad. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's just we gonna we gonna get into it but there's just a lot going on and i'm excited like and i think this is what we were all waiting for we starting to get to the end end of the year i don't know what it is but fall i think fall is my favorite season it's just you know good things happen around this time of the year so let's go <laughs> I, i'm i'm not like y'all i'm not excited but i'll, I'll save why i'm not excited for after our unheard artists 
Let's do it. Whoever wants to go. I got mine. I got mine. I got mine. I'm going to play this album by Faye Webster. Uh, this quote-unquote alternative artist. I hate that term. It might be my least favorite term in all of music, actually. The alternative genre, but... This is Faye Webster, A Dream with a Baseball Player. I saw you last night In a dream That's still the closest Check in. Reporting. We've got. I guess there's no real war in Cold Wars, I guess. So I don't even know what I'm imitating. There's no, like, battles. <laughs> and they are doing. That was a walkie talkie song. Checking in. <laughs> it's not For good. Sake. Dude, the nigga, the nigga did the Roddy Rich ass. <laughs> no, Roddy did the this athlete, nigga. All right. All right. So, I don't know. From one major topic. What's our update? Who's major the Major turn of events. This, this Who got the green not, watch? Unlike you guys, this is why I'm not excited about the Kendrick and everything that's happening right now. I feel like, remember when it was like Tim Duncan and Kobe retiring? It was just like a sad day. Like all my, all the old guys that I grew up watching, they're on their last legs. And like, as Drake dissed Kanye, finally throughout like a shot in this Cold War, 45-44. Burnt out, let it go. You ain't changing shit for me. It's set in stone. It's like, I'm getting scared about Donda. <laughs> I'm getting scared about Drake. I'm getting scared Did about Did you hear Kendrick. the laugh? Did you hear the laugh? All for different Did reasons. Did you hear the Drake laugh? Why are you getting... Yeah. Why, why, why are you afraid? What are you scared of? I'm excited. <laughs> for Kanye, I'm, I'm scared an instigator. about how he's going about Donda. For Kendrick and Drake, I'm just scared because I know they're almost done. They're like about to be done with music in general. You think Drake so, might so be done? Think, so, no, I. Yeah. It, with albums, I, I think we don't have that many, especially like noteworthy. Like, no, nah, I think we're almost done. I've given my theory that everything after nothing was the same has been complimentary. Like, I've just been like, oh, thanks. We didn't need views. Like, we, like, we weren't supposed to get them. He would have been a legend if he retired and nothing was the same. But that's besides the point. Kendrick, um, same thing with them. I'm like, what is Nick about to do? I know, for real. Nick has about literally. To switch it up. Has a, a one of the most complete discographies in hip hop, modern hip hop. Literally, he got every album you could ever want. So wait, I'm starting to think that Kendrick. I mean, sorry, not Kendrick. Kanye and Drake are kind of working together because I'm like, it's like every day something happens with the beef and it takes over the whole internet. Like first, on we some got, like Fifty Cent, literally, like shit. literally, like. <laughs> Like first, literally, like first, with, were we not talking about that would be hard? <laughs> like we first had, the I, we Joker. did make that comparison. We had the Joker picture first, that where Kanye's getting, he's comparing, or not even comparing, he's referencing. He says the green watch, which I speculated, my friend Nick and I speculated to be the green paddock that Virgil gave to Drake about a year ago. I think that's the green watch. Kanye was referencing where he said, where's my watch? He said, I live for this. I've been bullied. Yeah, somebody broke it down. They were like, Virgil got the paddock on my wrist doing front flips. And if you look at the text, you got uh, Ye saying, where my green watch? I want you to make my diamonds do backflips. Oh. You know, Ye just definitely got the lyric wrong. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> son, if you, see the, if you see the screenshot of the text message, just... It just looked crazy. Everything would lead to it being, like, fake. Like, if you... <laughs> Like, bro, come on. First of all, it's it's twelve thirty. Like, nigga, on his lunch break, like mad at Drake. <laughs> you think a Kanye has a lunch break? A lunch break. <laughs> then look, look, bro. He adds pushes to the conversation. Come on, bro. Like, you ain't got your boys. Like, y'all, you, y'all about to like tag team Drake? Like, who? Let's speculate. Who are these other names? We got Drake. 
You got Vance. You got Taj. You're not in the thread. You're not you know, in there. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. You didn't make the cut. <laughs> they were like, what's that other nigga name from under? Like, ah. but, but nigga, like, <laughs> not enough space in the group no chat. More. You got in 10. the group chat. I have so many questions. Like, did, they, did he just start this hoe? Or is this, like, some old shit? <laughs> going is this old like, No, that was my question. That was my question. Because there was a previous thread. Like, it said, like, he just sent the new text. It said, like, today. So I'm like, okay. Like, when was the last one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what was the last one if this one said today? And is there, like, what's in this thread? Like, are there receipts? Like, it's definitely just Kanye talking to himself. That's what I was thinking. Then you go to the next portion. A picture of the Joker. It's like, okay. All right, whatever. Then. No, 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 no. We can't whatever that part. People got to give up this Jared Leto. Not, not even Jared Leto. Who was this Joker? Who is Joaquin Phoenix. Up. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, people got to give up Joaquin Phoenix and the uh, old Joker just memes and his whole personality. Like, it's so weird. Like that and the fucking Nipsey quotes. There's certain things the internet just has to abandon. Yeah, like, it's just time to give them up. Just stop Good it. or bad, just give them up. It's time to give them up. Like, the Joker is not a personality trait. This nigga was insane. <laughs> That's what this I'm saying. Like, why? Dazzy, I'm Dazzy like, why he picked this Joker? Like, <laughs> wasn't this a movie about mental health? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, why pick this one? But in any case, that's why I just wanted to glance over it. But then he hit some with, I've been fucked with by nerd ass Jack niggas like you my whole life. How you a nerd I, ass I feel him. I do feel him though. I do feel a him. A nerd ass I do jock. Feel him. Hmm. Have, have you been fucked with Is Taj nerd not a nerd ass jock nigga? <laughs> Taj is a nerd ass so jock nigga. It's not like a bad thing. But you're definitely you putting me in this category with Drake. Drake is not a nerd ass jock nigga. No, that's Drake what, is. A, that's what I was. Drake is, just, Drake is just a nerd ass nigga. You wouldn't use exactly. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nothing about Drake nah. screams job. You know, Kanye definitely like wants to be Drake physically in terms of like on so like he definitely thinks he's a jock because he wants like he sees Drake hooping on the Chrome Hearts court and he's like, oh that nigga's such a jock. <laughs> like, Kanye doing the push-ups in the dog oh, thinking about Drake. Drake did tear his ACL. <laughs> Trying to get the Drake level. Drake, to his ACL. Drake did say he tore his ACL. Maybe he got his Kanye's own home court. Joke. He got his own home court. I ain't gonna lie, dude did. I'm not even gonna I was gonna <laughs> Dude did get like muscles all of a sudden, like on some SpongeBob shit. Remember the episode when he got the pink ones? No, yeah, he that's why. I, them? This nigga came out of nowhere. But. That's why I do think it could be. That's why I feel Kanye. But what do you guys make from it? You will never recover. I promise you. Because by now everybody has heard Donda. I don't like that. And it's not that. There's not a never recover. I was about to say Drake and Donda. I feel like that's that's, I feel like that's. I feel like Kanye dropping Donda and saying you will never recover. Is what we were about to get from Drake if he had dropped his diss track to Pusha that he was like, your career is going to be over. Your friends are going to look at you different after I drop this. It was like, I don't really know what you could say about Pusha T that would get the people. Like, yeah, that was a... I just think those niggas are off one. I think at this point it's actually getting either incredibly stupid. Because they're the only people that can get on each other's nerves. MMA. Like, it's exactly, it's on some like... Floyd and like Jake Floyd, Paul shit. like Pacquiao shit, like no, like Facts. like niggas have been waiting to fight forever, and they're just petty, like because they're the only ones on that level, so they can be petty with each other. But I don't know. I, it's either that or they're working together. Because we Is saw it, Kanye got a third I listening. I think of they're it. working together. Not working together. So you I think it's that. real? You think it's real? I, we know it's beef. We it's know never, it's, like, it's never real, real, but of course, like you think it's. This has been brewing for like literally over a decade now. So the fact that this is like just for this album, I just don't see it. Like they've had these are the they, they, these two artists probably have the biggest egos in like all of music. Like yeah, you're and that's not wrong. Crazy. <laughs> so you got the two biggest egos. You got two of the artists who everybody says greatest artists of generation. They both get that, and you got the two egos. So of course they're naturally going to like want to go against each other. And then you just look at their history of, like, Kanye fucking over Drake's first music video. Drake doing remixes and dissing Kanye. Kanye dissing Drake on stage while they're doing collab albums. Like, they've just been going back and forth, subtly jabbing and jabbing and jabbing. And then in 2018, it became, like, a real punch. Kim. And now it's like, who knows what's about to happen. Then Kim You're right. If Drake, if Drake did fuck Damn. Kim, then it's it, there's definitely no working yeah, together. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. And that's... I don't know if he really did it because that just sound like some real life movie shit. Like, you niggas like really scripted this. But anyway, point being is that this just, 
this is why I'm skeptical most because this does not what are you fit. Skeptical about this does not fit the certified lover boy rollout. Like nigga got a heart in his head. This is not the time to be at war. This is the time for peace, and it don't fit the cob. Like, what do y'all think about that? It just don't that's fit the rollout. That's, that's it. Doesn't fit the rollout of either album. That's why I don't. That's it what I'm saying. It doesn't Donda, make so it has doesn't, nothing to do really with does. this type of energy. Every certified Loverboy leak I've heard has been on some Loverboy shit. There's no like real rapping, like fuck these other niggas Ooh, type vibe that I've been hearing. I got a bold so prediction. I don't know. Whoever these. All right. Who is V? V is Vlad. He invited Vlad. Yeah. So Vlad is going to be the witness. Why is Vlad? No. <laughs> I, it's more likely that it's Vance than Vlad. <laughs> Wait, for what? The V? Who is yeah. V? <laughs> All right. Here's what must be said, I, need a pol- I need a cop. I don't know. I'm. This is who is it's in this group Virgil. chat. It's definitely Virgil. If it's Virgil, yeah, that's it's, crazy. It's 100 percent Virgil. All right. Well, not 100. Who is Wait, it's, it's like 90. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like who is in this group chat because this is gonna fit into my theory. Like, we're about to get a third version of Donda, just full of Drake disses. <laughs> like a. When has Kanye ever dissed somebody on that type of time though? Like not on that type than, of time. Like, just some, no, the last Donda, the last just, Donda. Like, I'm fresher. I'm better than all y'all. Like the last Donda leak. Kanye really go at somebody like that. I mean, he just came at him a little bit. He could turn it up. Wait, wait, wait. Why did he leak his address again? What was that about? I mean, he yeah he posted like to find my friends. Yeah, I don't really know in what context he dropped it. Like, did y'all see the official? Not these niggas sharing each other locations. <laughs> like, come on, that like <laughs> nigga put a track on Drake, making sure he ain't creeping. Most importantly, though, did you hear the laugh that Drake had after he saw the news? Like, did Drake is Drake could win an what's the award that that Oscar? Is that an award that actors win? Yes, Drake could win an Oscar whenever he wants to retire. <laughs> that nigga had the villainous laugh, the, like nasty, so <laughs> nasty. Like, yo, I've got one, I've got one for you, nigga. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, what does he have for Kanye?" I'm here for it. That's why I say I think it's good. It's good. Neg- it's good negativity. Like it's good because we were talking about last week or whatever week. Like Kanye got the weekend. He got all these features. Drake's favorite homies, Dirk, all of them. Drake coming back. I don't know. It just, we haven't what heard a next? peep from Drake directly. What happens next? Because wait, their album. I saw that Rick Ross spoke on it. And I'm Maybe, like, what okay, would Rick chance, Ross have chance. to say? He's yeah. speaking <laughs> on everything, though. Why, why, I don't want to, why, why would, what would Rick Ross have? What insider info would he have on this beef? He's Switzerland. He's Switzerland. He has much allegiance weight to both sides. Chance holds on Rick Ross's opinion. <laughs> I remember like a few months ago, he was like, Rick Ross said he's got to collab with Drake. He said it's done. Collab album. I'm like, okay, Chance. I can't hold you. <laughs> okay. I did buy into that, too. I was hella excited, man. Thanks. But, nah, um, Rick Ross. <laughs> Nah. Rick Ross is great. Nothing to say about Rick Ross. I don't know. It's just a, it's a it's a lot going on, man. I mean, at this point, am, do I want to put Donda and Certified Lover Boy on pause for like just a beef, some diss tracks back and forth? Like, I'll be. How no, would Kanye even approach? You do not chance. You don't want. You don't want to me. The better. The better battle would be they both just drop their albums, not referencing to either like in any way and. The winner of the beef is just who drops the better album. Like, don't even because I don't want to hear Kanye goes. I don't. I don't. Like, this is at I Drake. Don't. I don't want to hear Drake's like insanely triple layered subliminals. Like, yeah, at Kanye. you wouldn't even. We wouldn't like, even understand care. it. Only Kanye would understand the disses. It'd be like exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll see though. Certified Lover Boy soon. Donda soon. I don't know. Are you are you scared? Of, are you scared for Donda Chance? I mean Vance, because I'm kind of scared after hearing the whole Discord thing. I'm kind of what happened on Discord? Apparently, Mike Dean has been in like a Kanye Discord for like the last year, and like you know about if you know about Mike Dean, he works heavily with Kanye on every album. Yeah, of course. And he's he, after the last live stream, he was in Discord basically asking fans like, "What version do you? Oh this, yeah, do you yeah. Like, do you like this? That what made don't me you uncomfortable. And he was showing it to Kanye. That honestly could start our next little topic real quick before we get another unheard artist in. Do we like artists in the internet having access to fans being able to update their albums? Because there's one side of the spectrum that says, oh, I love the internet because fans are directly to their consumers 
And then, like, with Kanye specifically, they're like, oh, I love this. I think I might be one of them. I didn't go this far. But they're like, oh, I love it because fans can directly hear the album and influence how Kanye's going to work on the album. So with this Mike Dean stuff on Discord, like, do y'all think it's good for fans to be able to edit the artist's work? For me, I'm like, you're the artist. Do the work. Fuck the fans. Drop what you drop. I don't really like... I don't like the artist asking the fans, like, should I put this 808 here, this hi-hat? Like, I... Mm. I'm I'm on the fence because in one, on one side, it's like it's it's interesting as a concept. So, like, all right, you do it once, you do it twice, and it has like purpose, meaning like I don't know, Don, something's cool about Donda. Like exactly. you're having the like first listening session, thing, maybe, yeah. and then it's like, all right, we come to the second listening session, shit don't sound nothing like we just heard. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> That's tight, and I feel like it's different and unique, and it's memorable. And for Kanye, who's done literally everything, like this is just the next step. So fire. But then on the other side, it's like, can Van Gogh like erase a brushstroke? Uh, fucking, can Basquiat like take away a, a broad stroke and replace it with something else? Can you know? Can Frida Kahlo? Can she? Can we she? Get it. You know what I'm saying? Can, can they do that? And it's like, no, like, that's part of the art. Um, Like, just, like, when we release these pods, even, like, we can't go back and edit what we said. Like, yeah, we can. This this forever a moment in time. We quite literally can. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying once we drop it, but, and that's that's what I love about music. Like, it's a moment in time. So, when you go to altering it and changing it and fixing it and editing it, like, I don't know. It just loses authenticity to me. I just don't want a fan that has no clue about music telling Kanye what type of sample he should be using. Like, nah, just Kanye. I like, like I like having your team around influencing you. You know, surround yourself with a good team of individuals that know about shit, and then go from there. But when it goes to like asking fans what type of shit I should be using, my personal preference is nah. Taj, hundred uh, percent retweet what Vance just said. I know we all were like. We like it's crazy because we all like the idea of like an artist dropping a project and then being able to change it and update it later on. But the idea of like asking fans what they want is just like I don't know. It sounds like Kanye's kind of been in the business world. Even in business, I don't think Kanye would do He's this. Just marketing crazy right now. Yeah, because this is like a business type thing of like <laughs> sell people what they want and get like, like mass the marketing always right. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know Kanye. That's not how music works. Yeah, it's interesting. I just wanted to pose that question because I think it was a super, super interesting development in like music tech, music, and how music tech influences music creation. But um, yeah, let's get into uh, unheard artist. I got we. I played him on the podcast before, but this is a Stone Cold Jizzle. Let's talk about it. Talk about all this money I'm getting. Let's talk about bitches I'm getting. Let's talk about shit I didn't been. I ain't been outside in a minute. I got hoes from the east to the west. I still smoking my hoes on the west end. Fine, fuck I fucked up her best friend, but I ain't been outside in a minute. Uh-huh. I woke up for a minute, okay? okay. I lay low and hit licks, okay? okay. Perkins said me me itch, okay? okay. Why call it not trust, okay? okay? I was down at the okay. bottom, okay? okay? I was down in the pit, okay? okay. It was all in my wrist, okay? okay. And I made it switch, okay? Okay, uh-huh. feeling like Bobby Nam. I'm on the yoga with my buns in them. All in the store getting fresh and shit. Hand in my feet, nigga, fresh uh-huh. and shit. Uh-huh. I leave the world else again. Yeah. We call each other by governments. Yeah. I bought a deuce to show money up. Yeah. I think my money was well spent. Uh-huh. Okay, geeked up on your dog. Uh-huh. Niggas so geeked need a new port. Uh-huh. Just like a poster, I'm posted up. Uh-huh. Put the with Frank on the Rolls Royce. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fucking on bottle, girl. Uh-huh. So I get bottles at parties, yeah. Uh-huh. Bottles on bottles, it's stuck up there. Uh-huh. Got sticks in the bit like a forager. Let's uh, break down this Tribute Red project. Cause I saw people on the timeline saying that he made one song one long song and even though i hate that critique i actually might have to agree with them on this one particular instance because when a nigga on twitter clicked through like the first two seconds yeah, of every, ask you if you saw that video. every five <laughs> we, hold up I'm gonna, I'm gonna just find it give me 10 seconds <laughs> Is that it was, lagging? That, those were, or is that the, the song? No, those were eight different songs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> the disappointment. I mean, I don't feel bad for not listening. 
Yeah, I mean, it was like the first song I heard was hard, and then the second one, I was like, okay, like this just might be the direction. Like, I get it, the Sofago feature, you want to keep this vibe. But then by like, it sounded the same all the way to Miss the Rage, I couldn't do it no more. I love the Detroit record at the end, even though he's copying Yachty's flow. I like the fact that Yachty has serious influence again. That's what I really took away from this album. But Drake, fuck you. Good verse. Good verse. I thought you like a ration. Like, you know, you're fighting a war. It's like you want to help the niggas on the other side without really helping them. It's like, I'll give you like an orange. Like, nigga, you can stay alive in the trenches for another day. I I listen to it. It's... I don't know. Trippy Red is like Andrew Wiggins. Like he's not terrible. He has all the potential in the <laughs> yeah. world. Like he could really be like one of the top niggas if he wanted. But it's like he just does head scratching things. Yes, that's true. This whole project is just head scratching. Because if you just go, just listen to the last two tracks, <laughs> like the the Chicago with Dirk and Polo G, rich motherfuckers, and then going to Captain Crunch with all the Detroit niggas. It's like Trippy Red is as diverse as he wants to be. Because they both sounded hard. And when he is diverse, like, he makes really good music. But he just chooses to make the same sound. He just gets, like, he finds something good and just sticks to it for a whole project sometimes. And that shit just gets so tiring to listen to. And that's what happens on this project. It was just the same shit over and over again for about 14 of the songs. The features were the highlight. Uh, Juice World had a really good feature. X, I didn't even know X still had like XXX Tentacion. I didn't even know he still had features in the cut. He had a good feature. It just sounded like if this album came out in 2017, it would have been like this would have been a certified like high school classic. High school classic, like, high school classic. Everybody would have been playing this shit. Classic. Maybe that maybe that's what's going on around high schools right now, but well, that's right it. now that it's just not. But I have a question, and this just might be the blind leading the blind, but let's go with the assumption that so Fago is the high school niggas right now. That's what they're listening to. And then let's keep going with the assumption that his sound is kind of following up on Trippy's sound from 2016 to 2017. Is this a case of the artist being the pioneer and then being stuck left having to chase their own sound years later? I feel like we've seen this before. I'm trying to think. I cannot remember who we've talked about it with, but it was like an artist who kind of... We talked about that with Kid Cudi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they kind of started this shit, and now we say that they just sound like everybody else, but is it really? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm just wondering, is this a case of that? It does sound like a case of that, but that's... It's no excuse. Not It just doesn't <laughs> work for this sound. Like, if you look about everybody who was on that sound, like, when it first happened... Half of them like tragically passed away. The others, it was just they weren't talented enough to stick around. Like Trippy Red is like the only one still going with that sound from back then. It's like move on. Like you're talented enough to move on. So I ain't gonna lie, Taj. You made a great point because that's exactly how I feel. Like, and I learned something about myself. Like I'm an album guy. So like even when I don't, even when there's an album and it has like a few good songs, like it's cool, but. I like listening to shit like all the way through in like the context of an album. So, Trippy Red do just like make your head numb. Like he definitely got great ass songs and songs I fuck with and like, which is why I mentioned the Love Scar Street. He got a bunch on there that I like. But it's like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> like Vance, come on, be honest. I mean, you sitting in the studio. You sitting in the studio. You plan the <laughs> I, album. I didn't back. know I was being like. Facetious. You don't never just be like, "Fuck!" Like maybe we should just do something different here or change the dynamic. Like, how can a nigga really just sit there and listen to like 35, 40 minutes of the same song? No, yeah, I'll tell a nigga that shit is ass after about three minutes. I don't know industry shit. We know how it goes. Like. It doesn't have to be great, and it, it's not trash. Like, the Trippy album isn't bad. I wanna kind of wanted to start with that. I forgot to. It's not bad music, but it's just... It's not bad. I feel like 16-year-old me would love this project. I would listen to this project every day, like, on my way to school or some shit, or, like, before practice, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what's going on in high schools right now, so I'm not going to kill it too much. Maybe that was his target demographic. That's also but. a good point. Like, they got to stop thinking that artists be making music. We got to acknowledge when an artist's not just making music for us. Facts. My final little industry question was, 
noticeably trippy dropped the Drake record the day after, which I thought was interesting. I think more artists should do that. I think they should save like the biggest feature or song. Maybe not the biggest song. It shouldn't be some sh- like a shit that's like a snippet that like fans have been waiting on for the album to drop. But like if you announce I have a song with Drake, I kind of like not dropping it Friday and dropping it on Saturday. Makes sense for Trippy Red. I remember uh, I think it was like three years ago when he dropped whatever project and had that Cardi feature, and everybody was only playing that Cardi feature, <laughs> and somebody like did the Spotify show the Spotify and how that like one song had more streams, like double the streams than every other song. Damn. And Trippy got so mad that he took the whole song off. So it makes sense why Trippy Ray would do something Wait, like that. Wait, what song was that? Feature. I don't even remember that. I, I don't even remember. But this was like three years ago. I, I feel like I do remember that story, but I don't remember the song. But I do remember it kind of happened. Damn. Question. Uh, do you guys think uh, cities can have care packages? Like people mentioned the Drake care package. Do you think a city can have a yes, care package? Yes, bro. I'm noticing a Detroit care yes, package right now. Yes, yes, An artist. Everybody sounds plus two on a 10-point scale. Next to Detroit artists, it's actually. At the it's, I actually want to give like a, a nod to like the Detroit A and R's. Whoever's A and R in those niggas, it's like they they really get them out as a package. Like you never only see, Facts. you never <laughs> only see like Babyface Ray on that song or like Icewear Vezo. It's like those niggas got Rio, yeah, the big Babyface, Icewear, yeah, yeah, Sada Baby, Icewear, and either Babyface or V's, um, and Vezo, I guess. But yeah, those five, Rio, it's like, damn, it's like, I can't, I don't even know what to compare it to. It's like these niggas just, they got them on like standby, just ready to ship them out. Like, oh, Rio versus you need Rio? It's like, oh, it's like, you need a Happy Meal? Like, you need a number four? You need a Rio with a baby face at the end? Okay, I'll send that out right now. <laughs> like, that shit is so efficient. I just want to shout out whoever is behind the scenes back there, because I'm like, damn, so efficient every time. And the verses work so well every you time. You got to hit the McDonald's. <laughs> can I get a can I get a Detroit meal? Can I get a Detroit meal with my Trippy Red song coming right up, sir? Uh, we'll give you a V. Uh, it'll just be that one nigga ad lib where you just get mad, you're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he go into the Detroit gang time. <laughs> welcome to the <laughs> welcome to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from from a efficient feature to an inefficient album, Division and Tight Dollar Sign drop. Cheers to the best memories. Chance, resident, president of our R&B department at Unheard. Did you did you do your role with this project? <laughs> or were you just on vacation with all R&B? I don't know. That's a, that's like, a no. <laughs> to be honest, it just didn't move me. Because the last the last collab, we got Jeremiah and Tyler Dollar Sign. And it was not good. Um... The last division project was, mm, but wasn't a big fan. And then Ty Dolla Sign, his last few projects, especially the last one, have it was Dookie. So I must admit, I was not really. It's like the team was tanking, and I knew they was gonna tank again, so I didn't go to the game. I didn't buy season tickets, so I did not listen. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope I can come back next week and cap. And say that I never said this, but <laughs> <laughs> let me hear y'all. Let me hear y'all thoughts. I didn't even know it dropped. Boom. That was my next question. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give it my review. Uh, it started hot. Like at first, through the first of uh, four and a half tracks, up until the YG feature on track five. That's nasty. I was ready to. Uh, yeah, that's very nasty. <laughs> exactly. That's that's where things took a major turn. <laughs> But those first four and a half tracks, I was ready to uh, tweet um, Division and Ty Dolla Sign about to get Silk Sonic out of here. But I, something told me wait. Something told me wait. And I'm glad I waited because the middle of the project <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> like, as soon as YG came in, it was just like plus minus was like minus 30. She just got bad quick. <laughs> and then it got, it picked back up uh, the last two tracks. But so that's, that gives you four and a half, six and a half, six and a half out of 11. That's a cool. Why what, do they keep putting YG five, with the R and B artist project? High five project. Why do they keep putting? I didn't, <laughs> YG is one of only two features on here. The other feature is Mac Miller. Mac Miller fits perfectly. Damn, that's insane. I feel bad. Mac is rolling in his shit. I just don't like YG. So, but those first those first four are really good. Like really really good. All like borderline playlist worthy. 
the Mac Miller song is really good. Wedding Cake is like some corny, like for your you and your girl, but really good type shit. And that's about it. That's all I got really on the project. It was a, I don't want to say decent. It was slightly above a C plus, not even a C plus. Interesting. In between a C plus and a C. Um, some borderline. My goat, my yeah. goat drop. You asking the teacher to round up? <laughs> Quick Cleo Soul shout out. She dropped her album Mother. She's a new mother of one. Um, and the album was just beautiful. It felt like you, which you clean the house to. There's this one record, Sunshine. Um, it's beautiful. It's just like it really makes you feel alive. Like it makes you just like want to jump, jump with joy. Just go on a walk, lay down in the grass, do something. Great album. It makes you want to clean the house. Makes you want to go on a walk. Makes you want to lay in the grass. Like it, just, it makes you feel something. This is really an experience. My personal opinion is that there's been a lot of good music dropping in the last couple of weeks. Hmm. That's just my personal opinion. I'm gonna give a quick couple, real quick. All right, we got Krungbin dropped their Mordecai remixes. That was one of my albums of the year. Mordecai, they dropped a remix. I'm sorry, I'm doing this y'all, but I have to. There's just too much get shit out right now. I know I'm funny, haha. An album by Faye Webster. That's the alternative shit. Listen to a Mindy's album, Baldy James, Mother by Cleo Soul. Then there's this EP by Flozig called Beige. Fire. I just had to get that off. It's like, bro, I found these all in like two days. Like, bro, what the... I'm sorry. Not listed. Notably not listed. Isaiah Rashad. Nigga, I'm talking um... about new. Oh my <laughs> god, nigga. <laughs> Are you guys excited about Chloe Bailey's solo debut at the VMAs? I know that I forgot about the. What VMAs. does that mean? Like she's about to basically. I'm step assuming out. she's performing like her first solo single. Okay. Like no. Uh, sister. Is that no this Hallie. weekend? Is that this weekend? I have no clue when the VMAs are. Okay. Put it on Apple Music. I forgot not, you, you're not associated with I'm any not, other um, award show. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm not a uh, pirate streaming the VMAs. I'm not that dedicated. <laughs> I'm not clicking through the ads. Um, I'm excited for her. I think, yeah, I think it. I don't know. I don't want. I don't. I don't want it to be one of those situations where like, yo, this could be crazy, and then we just keep saying that for like ten years. But um, hopefully, I think her and her sister just go cr- super nuts. Like she's supposed to. The sister's supposed to be the Little Mermaid, and then also drop music. And I just know that Disney bag is different for the brand. And then Chloe also is just like going dumb right now on the music tip um she could do both who she could go solo and chloe Elliott. that's what i'm saying like they have so many options like they should just take over the whole industry soon but i don't know i don't know if my continued theory of voids is correct but maybe they're waiting for that doja cat void to open up so that they can fill it because right now that's i don't think that's Chloe's lane. I feel like I I don't even want to say it because it's just gonna like niggas gonna scream blasphemy and throw. I mean, you're talking about like what Beyonce? No, I think her lane is Rihanna. That Rihanna like bad girl pop like sexual energy. I don't think think she that bad. She don't got it. That's Chloe's bad. She don't got it like Rihanna. But I feel what you're saying. That last Chloe Haley project, like you could hear it. That whole project, like she was just wanted to step out on this sexual. It still sounds Disney. It still because she was with the Little Mermaid. (laughs) She couldn't do it. She had her sister's name attached, and now she's solo. I feel like we're about to get like Chloe X rated. Like that's what my prediction is for Chloe as a solo artist. So you think? Okay, I mean, okay, I feel you in terms of like she's about to be the X rated artist. I I agree there. I just don't think it's the gonna X-rated cut through. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna cut through way phonier than Rihanna. But I agree. I think like the little six. I mean, nah, I'm not even gonna say what I was about to say. So you don't think you don't think the pictures that she's been posting for like the last few months hasn't like warmed up people enough to make it not seem phony? Because I feel like that's been a whole reason of her like showing more body, like just to like warm people up to the idea. I agree. Of what's coming. I agree. I'm just wondering if it's gonna work. That's interesting though. I agree. I'm not. I'm not in disagreement. But I also, I, I don't think, like, our points have to collide. I think she's, because I think Doja Cat was waiting for that Rihanna void to open up before she could really take over. So, we'll mm. see. 
Do you see them kind of in the same pocket at chance? I mean, they both pop, so if, if like, yeah, I think they're going to be on like that same tier, like maybe not trying to appeal to the same audience, but trying to be that big. Um, I don't know. I feel like Chloe could get that bag if she wanted to. Um, I hope it. I hope Taj is right because I don't want it. I hate this. I don't want it to sound like uh, she needs to get Doja out of here. But like, why? Well, I, I do like think I, I'm trying to think realistically in terms of just like yo, you know, they're not about to make that many that much room for black women in pop. Like that. Was, that was my next question. It feels like there's like an insane amount of like young female superstars like brewing like and it's like we got obviously like there's may there's cardi b there's doja cat there's normani there's chloe there's like there's so many then like what you said like what we've been saying on the podcast for a while like there's no drake there's no like who's the who's the male superstar like roddy rich is the only nigga that i could think of that's brewing like who's next after right with besides roddy rich the kid Leroy. y'all claim i don't know who the other male superstar is are y'all like not claiming Keem no more? I don't think Keem is going to be a superstar like that. I think Keem is going to be one of the best niggas. I don't think he's about to be a... Like, you about to hear Keem on the radio. I have no last words. I'm just excited yeah. for what's to come. This was a Tony Snell episode. That Tony Snell meme. <laughs> where it's like 30 minutes, minutes, zero minutes, points, zero, zero rebounds. Nah. Right, I was not Tony Snell. I was at least... <laughs> This is Russell Westbrook. We might have to efficient. put. We might have to. Nah. Can we put Chance's face on Tony Snow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> it's cool. You got Giannis and Chris Middleton. I did give a Tony Snow episode. Did not listen to any of the new music. <laughs> but I'll be back on it this week. Uh, I was in play mo- playlist mode, so that's all I could focus on. Give us a great unheard. You're going to be mad at me. I, the way you looked up at the camera. Because it's not that unheard. But <laughs> Niggas closing the episode. Consistent. Play the, play the St. <laughs> John High School Reunion. Prime featuring Uzi. Over, dog.